0: And we're back with another edition of Logan Regional Medical Center and you Today we'll be speaking with Don Canterbury And God, Don Canterbury is an infection preventionist at Logan Regional Medical Center Good morning, Don Good morning, how are you this morning? You know, I'm doing reasonably well Looking forward to talking to you about flu vaccines Sounds good And I mean that, I'm looking forward to talking to you about (laughs) flu vaccines
1: Well, it is that time of year uh... Typical flu season in the United States runs uh, November through March is your typical influenza season. And I know a lot of people have been asking about flu activity and what we're seeing in way of uh, influenza. Right As of right now, which, of course, the U.S. weekly map, it runs a two-week lag time. Uh, so this was currently updated October the 8th. West Virginia is experiencing minimal influenza activity at this time and most of the states throughout uh, is having a low minimal activity with the exception of down south in Mississippi. They are having moderate influenza A activity. So, so a
0: little step up down there in Mississippi. A little
1: step up in Mississippi down south. So, And you need to remember uh, after you take your influenza vaccination it does take two weeks to develop immunity to influenza. And every year the influenza vaccine is made up from the previous year, what they've seen as far as way the different types of strains of influenza A and B. So that, they cover those strains to help uh, lessen the severity of the flu.
0: And that was that was it's actually kind of a good way to get into my first question. What what is the flu vaccine? How, what 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 do we know about this flu vaccine that we can pass on to our uh, onto our listeners?
1: And just like I mentioned, the influenza vaccine, it's made up every year and what they primarily do is like the strains that we're seeing for 2020 and 2021 in spring. That is usually generally what makes up this year's for 2021 and 2020, 2022, mm-hmm. getting tongue tied there. Uh, a lot of 20s in there. <laughs> yeah, influenza vaccine. So the most two prominent flu A strains that circulated last year, that's what will be in this year's makeup, as well as the prominent flu B strains that the United States has uh, seen, that will be in the flu B. So normally your typical flu shot has two strains of A, one strain of B, unless you're getting a quadvalent strain, and it has an extra B. It's two flu A and two, two flu B strains in it.
0: Okay, very well, and, and and so, you know, a lot of talk about vaccines nowadays, and uh, most mostly people are talking about COVID, the COVID vaccine, but the, the flu vaccine is not all that different, really, from from the COVID vaccine as far as vaccinating yourself against uh, catching a, that particular um, that particular sickness. Uh, are there recommended ages for receiving the annual flu vaccination?
1: Yes, recommended ages is six months and older, oh, especially yeah. uh, for your children and your elderly. Flu is usually harder on them and can lead to pneumonia much more quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is recommended for everyone to take an influenza vaccination. Again, remember after you take that, you've got about two weeks before you'll develop a full immunity.
0: And you were talking about um risk factors there of people developing pneumonia uh, more easily or quicker than others. Is that a high risk category for people who are more susceptible to developing serious flu complications?
1: Yes, those that are immunocompromised, uh, diabetics, renal disease, cardiac disease, Uh, that already has underlying medical conditions if they contract influenza A. And without the flu vaccine, uh, it can turn to pneumonia more rapidly and hospitalization, in which, of course, pneumonia uh, can lead into sepsis septic shock. So that is why it's highly recommended to take an influenza vaccination. Mm
0: -mm -mm. And we definitely don't. We definitely don't want to be getting, getting more sicker than we already are. Yeah. Uh, and so, so a lot of people, I'm not one of them, <clears throat> uh, but I, maybe I am, uh, because when it comes to talking about shots, I'm a big old wimp. So I know there's a lot of other people out there who are just like me, they're wimps and they, they don't, they don't like getting shots. And I'm, more importantly, they're, they're even more considerable, uh, considerable attention to side effects. Uh, What are some of the general side effects from receiving a flu shot?
1: Um, Well, it's not, it is a side effect, but it is a natural immune response. Mm -hmm anybody that gets a flu vaccine can have what's called a natural immune response. Everyone reacts different. Some people may just have a little bit of sight soreness at their arm, Mm -hmm. but it can lead to that evening a low-grade fever, usually around 99, and it can lead to like some muscle aches, and it can lead to uh, some like stuffiness, congestion, but that's your body going through its own immune response. Usually that goes away within 48 hours. So really thing is after you take your flu shot it's best to let your natural immunity work mm-hmm. and as far as that goes you can just treat the symptoms.
0: And and like you were saying, I
1: call it the "feel me" bads. After it. <laughs> that evening, you just feel sort of bad. Next morning, you wake up, you're okay. But typically, within forty-eight hours, that that is completely gone.
0: And Like you said, that's just your body's natural immune response reacting
1: that, to that foreign antigen that's injected right. in your body, and it's helping you to build those antibodies.
0: And that's and that and then you know, like you said, it's usually about two weeks after the shot
1: it to fully be effective.
0: Okay, so I'm starting to get I'm starting to get uh, some smartening up here about yeah. this.
1: Yeah, and CDC is recommending that we stay on track with giving the flu vaccinations the October timeframe. So that way, your flu shots is the strongest the first six months after you take them. So that is why you want to take your flu shot. Uh, during the month of October, early November. So mm. that'll help protect you out through the end of March. I'm glad so you you'll said have that. The, the highest immunity. And CDC's is recommending staying on track because uh, what so many is afraid of is contracting influenza mm. and COVID at the same time.
0: Oh, goodness. And I was going to uh, you've touched on a few things I was going to get to there. Uh, so getting the shot, you want to get the shot before the end of October or early November.
1: For yeah, for the for the best effectiveness.
0: That's the effectiveness. Most, that's uh, the most effective time window. You, you know? yes. Yeah. Yeah, and, and so that was going to go back to COVID because everything seems to revolve around it now. Uh, so you can get flu and COVID
1: absolutely
0: at the same time, and I imagine absolutely. nobody wants to do that, obviously. No.
1: Um.
0: So what if? So if you get the flu shot. That, that you know, you're not having, you're not getting any kind of protection against COVID, and getting a COVID shot, you're not getting any, any protection against the flu. You have to get both of these. Um, and when you know, we were talking about reactions. Are there, are there any possibilities for negative reactions to the shot? Uh, and if so, I mean, do they, if if they are, do they kind of come up within a few minutes, or, or is it something that's uh, going to you know drag out throughout the day?
1: Those that are going to have a severe reaction to the uh, vaccine, be it COVID or influenza, it's almost immediately right. that they'll have that reaction. Uh, the reactions you have during the evening, again, that's normal response, immune mm-hmm. response, uh, what you call the filmy me bads uh, a little bit of tiredness, fatigue, uh, the achiness the low-grade fever, but uh, usually if it's going to be a severe rea- severe reaction, it'll happen almost immediately mm-hmm. or That's- within a short time after taking the injection. And again, uh, you are right. Those are both separate injections. Influenza fights flu and COVID fights COVID. And there is no contraindication uh, about the time frame of taking those vaccines. You can actually take them uh, same day, one in one arm and one in the other arm.
0: So, also you you would it is recommended to do one and one arm and one in the other arm.
1: Yes, absolutely. There's no contraindications. Most people prefer to wait, you know, a few days in between. Mm-hmm. But as far as the recommended guidelines, you can take one in one arm and one in the other. <laughs>
0: right. Well, you know, well you get somebody on both sides of it, you can just get done one 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 fell swoop there. I absolutely now Don uh, here's a here's a, a question here that i'm I'm kind of pondering about if if one is uh, getting their flu shot and they get one every year and they haven't gotten a COVID shot and I said, this would probably be the best time to go ahead and do that while you're already getting a shot just go ahead and get the other one and move on with uh, move on with your life and uh, go ahead and get that shot done uh, are are these shots available right now at Logan Regional Medical Center?
1: The COVID vaccines, we have COVID vaccine clinic uh, every Wednesday, but flu shots, uh, we are only doing right now at this time for our employees, but flu shots is available at Walmart, Walgreens, uh, Kroger Pharmacy, your family practitioner has influenza vaccine.
0: Mm-hmm. I was going to say, obviously, if you have a, a general a general physician that you see, you should consult with them and uh, Absolutely. they'll probably go ahead and give it to you that day. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> they
1: sure will. And a lot of people ask too about the 65 and older mm-hmm. vaccine. Mm-hmm. And the 65 and older vaccine, that is the same vaccine that's made by the other manufacturers. It's just a flu zone, high-dose, quadrivalent vaccine. And it offers, because the elderly is at higher risk, because mm-hmm. usually they have, you know, some underlying medical conditions, and they're at higher risk if they contract the flu for hospitalization. So what that 65 and older vaccine is, is it has higher Doses of antigens of flu A and flu B, flu B in it, mm-hmm. that gives them a gives them a little bit better of a more immune response, if you will, to help them if they do contract the flu. That will help let, you know with their symptoms of it. It won't, um, as far as make them develop pneumonia, sepsis. Helps reduce hospitalizations. And anybody taking a flu vaccine, you can still contract influenza. Obviously, so, yeah. Exactly, but you—it lessens your risk of hospitalizations and for it to develop a pneumonia because you do have those antigens in your system and antibodies to help fight that infection.
0: You know, that's enough to sell me on it, right there. Is uh, even though it is still possible to have a breakthrough c- a case of influenza, even with the vaccine, you're you're really. You're really helping yourself out in the long run because if you do you're going to you're going to more more likely have mild uh symptoms or experience a mild uh, uh reaction okay. to yeah. it yeah so yes. that, same way with yeah. the
1: covid we have you know breakthrough infections but those covid uh the ones that had COVID vaccine has breakthrough infections Those folks are having mild to no symptoms Mm -hmm. and are not requiring hospitalization. And we have not had anybody admitted to the hospital from taking a COVID vaccination or from taking an influenza vaccination. If anything, it helps you stay out of the hospital.
0: Well, well, there you go. They really sold me on it here. Uh, (laughs) Because nobody wants to go to the hospital, uh, especially if they're sick. Uh, because usually if you're going to a hospital, usually the only people who are looking forward to going to a hospital are the people who are there every day and they're not there for, uh, uh, reasons that we've lined out here. So, uh, real quick here before we wrap up, what, what, uh, what are some ways that people, if they want some more information, uh, if we haven't answered their questions here on this program, maybe they have some more questions. Is there anywhere that they could call to get those questions answered?
1: Absolutely. They could call here at my office at 8304 and I'll do my best to answer questions for them regarding the flu vaccine. They could call their local pharmacies, uh, as well as they could go online to cdc.gov.influenza, and there's all kinds of facts online that they could find regarding influenza vaccinations.
0: Well, Don, it's it's been a pleasure. I know we've talked before here. We were talking about, uh, I believe we were talking about vaccines before. Absolutely. So well, people are going to get used to us talking about vaccines. And uh, I do appreciate you taking your time out. I can imagine uh, in the medical business, everybody's pretty busy. And uh, maybe maybe sometime soon we'll be able to have some people here in the studio and we'll be able to talk more about these things uh, person to person. But I do appreciate you taking the time to come out.
1: You're quite
0: welcome. Thank you very thank much you. again, uh, uh, and thank you. And uh, again, that was Don Canterbury, uh, Preve- uh, infection preventionist at Logan Regional Medical Center, talking about the flu vaccine. Talked a little bit about the COVID nineteen vaccines that are available, and uh, some of the some of the general knowledge that you need to have about these vaccines going forward, and the benefits of them, the benefits, the reactions that are possible. All of this. Uh, All of this talked about today on the show. That's it for Logan Regional Medical Center and you, Aaron Stone. Again, we want to thank our guest, Don Canterbury from Logan Regional Medical Center. Very informative. And uh, we thank her for coming on all the time, whenever we can have her on. We got the Hymn and Gospel Time coming up next on WVLW, your hometown station. Hi, this is Mike Collins from WVOW Radio, and we're looking to hire someone to work in our sales department, either full-time or part-time. Now, you don't have to be experienced